Hello and welcome back to the Footballing Question podcast. But this isn't the Footballing Question podcast. This is actually me, Jordan, recording uh, a quick intro to say we're really sorry because yet again we've had some issues with our audio and for some of this podcast episode the audio might sound a little bit dodgy but it's fine we get through it and the episode is a very very good one so we really hope you enjoy but apologies again for the inconvenience of poor audio in this episode so yeah that's all I've got to say and I hope you enjoy the episode see you in a bit Hello and welcome back to the Football in Question podcast. I'm hosting this week, obviously I'm Isaac, and with me are two lovely people, as always, Ashley and Jordan. You pointed at Ashley for, I kn- for Jordan. And yeah, so I like- know. <laughs> it's more yeah, that we're yeah. sitting in a different studio and like, I'm used to you know different positions and stuff and my brain isn't working. So, yeah, yeah let's just get on with this week's episode. We'd usually run by the results, but it's an international break, so yeah, not oh, much to go England. through. So we'll just talk about, yeah, I was going to say, we'll just focus on England. Yeah. Uh, John, you went to our first game of this international break, which is obviously yeah. over now for us. Uh, you went to England-Switzerland. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match? I mean, I did a match day vlog, so if you haven't checked that out, check that out. If you haven't checked out already, check that out. That's what I meant to say. Uh, but first half, a bit dodgy, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched it, but bit dodgy at times conceded the first goal and Bolo with a header uh, in the vlog I actually was talking about the chance just before mm. it and then the goal happened straight away and go check that out um, and then Luke Shaw I was very happy to see Luke Shaw score and it's a very nice goal as well I think uh, making it 1-1 and then we got a penalty and Harry Kane converted uh, decent decent game at a decent time as well so that was good and yeah uh, Nice and easy 2-1 two, one, two, one win to start 2022 for England. It's quite an underrated goal from Luke Shaw as well. Yeah. It was a really yeah. nice goal, to be fair. Was it edge of the box? Or just I think so, yeah. 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 He did really well. Um, so, yeah. And it's weird. Did yeah, you see really what he said well. after the game? Uh, he was like, he feels at home at England. He feels like everyone's behind him. And then he quickly went, not that, oh, that doesn't happen, yeah, just yeah. United. Well, yeah. We're not here to talk about that. To be fair, I think that might have been what he was thinking. But yeah. um, it's funny, you know, he scored two, only two goals for England, both were in the exact same goal, and both were at the same near post, blasted in. Yeah. Um, obviously, I prefer the one in the Euros final a little bit more. It means a little bit more to me. But, you know, two really class finishes for Luke Shaw, for his, uh, you know, the only goals in his England, in England account. Mm-hmm. Uh, shut up. <laughs> but, I think Luke Shaw's now and on had a chill. Uh, the thing is, like, not at the start of the season, Shaw was. Burst in for Chelsea was an amazing <coughs> for, and I thought he really had that spot kind of on lock at the start of the season. But his injuries kind of really opened it up for the World Cup, and it really depends on how Chilwell comes back into the fold at Chelsea next season. But realistically, you've only got what one or two, what one international break realistically until the world, the actual full-on yeah. World Cup preparations. So, and Chilwell's not going to be fit for that. So. Yeah, realistically, he'll put, he'll, if he's fit, he'll be our back. He'll be in the squad. But I think Luke Shaw, just by fitness alone, preparation and consistency, will get in. And uh, also, Carl Walker-Peters was amazing. 
Yeah. He was so, so good. They uh, had a chance early on. Phil Foden was offside, though. But, and oh, he, he and hit the, the post. post. But uh, no, he was really, really good. And I also thought Ben White on the on the right, at right back, was very good as well. We've played that before. I mean, when um, Arsenal had the first, I mean, the, our first moment of Tommy actually having some like little little issues, we, I think we started him against uh, Norwich, I think. A few games around the Christmas period, we started him at right back and he was performing quite well. And he, you know, he's you know he's a centre back which is really good on the ball. So naturally, he, he does well in that position. He's not going to play that for England regularly. Obviously, I mean, right back is almost overloaded position. But that's why I think he's. I think Ben White is already nailed on for the World Cup. Yeah, just because of his mm-hmm. versatility. His versatility. Yeah. Not I mean, only can he do centre back and right back, I think he can play centre mid as well. Yeah, he's he go left, left back as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's got. He's good on both feet. He's good on the ball. He, you know, he offers us a lot of options, and. Whether or not he starts at the World Cup is yet to be seen uh, because I mean, he didn't even start at centre-back. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's probably going to be a regular fixture in the England side for the next, what, like eight years at least? Yeah, probably. So that'll be good to see him in. And it's, it's just nice seeing more and more players come in. Obviously, it weren't just him. We mentioned last week, Gray, he's in. And he, oh, did, right. he did okay. Sorry. Oh, sorry yeah. Two yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. And, yeah, he uh, got... he start, No, he, um, he, didn't, he started the second game against Ivory Coast and came mm-hmm. on. In the first game, but Ivory Coast obviously that was last night, three 0 Thoughts on the game? I think it's quite boring. To be yeah, it was, and I, I feel like it was a bit easy for England. Yeah. To be fair, the game was ruined by one thing, and it was the surgery red card in the first half. Yeah. Which I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't think red cards should be a thing in friendlies unless if someone's absolutely like kicks someone in the head. Well, then maybe it should be a bit harsher because if someone, I don't know, yeah, just punches, knocks yeah, it, yeah, it's a friendly. There shouldn't be like fights or anything. But all he did was literally, like, I swear there was a fat. He, he was on a yellow card and he li- and he just kind of threw a bit of a hissy fit that he wasn't getting yeah. a free kick. And I think that happens in every game and you don't even get a second over it. And for him to be given a second yellow for it in a friendly, like you saw when he was given the red card, Grealish came over and asked the ref, "We doing like?" Yeah. Just play on. Like, it's so dumb. Well, Granit Xhaka would have been sent off for the first foul anyway. Like. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even know what it was. But, like, yeah, sure. Uh, but two goals uh, in the first half from Sterling and Watkins. Is it Watkins' first for England? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it's not his no. first goal. No, it's his first start. First start, yeah. It was his full debut. Got a goal. Sterling as well, uh, scoring. Sterling played really well. Sterling played really yeah. well. I mean, the man of the match went to Jude Bellingham, who was absolutely class, really unlucky to not come over a goal. And, I mean, for me, he's nailed on to start for England, for me. He's yeah. easily in our best 11. 100%. He's so amazing. And at his age, at 18, to be that good, genuinely, we are so... England are so set in the midfield. It's so weird that he's younger than us. It's weird. It's he's so younger weird. than us. And There's he's not easy. many players He's that so we go. good. There's not many players at the minute that we can go, oh, he's younger than us and he's amazing. I don't think. Yeah, this, yeah, this guy's younger than us and he starts for England. Yeah. yeah it's it's a bit of a midlife crisis for England. <laughs> we're having a midlife crisis and, we're not, and uh, what, only one of us is 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think about Harry Maguire? What happened before the game? Obviously, Ooh. the fans booed his name when their squad was read out. Gareth Southgate came out and said it was an absolute joke and that there's England fans that support England and then there's England fans that get influenced by social media and just jump on the bandwagon. And he also said that Harry Maguire is still the best centre-back at Manchester United. Okay. The best centre-back at Manchester United. I don't think he's ever been the best centre-back. I'll get it up and tell you, but he has said that. For me, he's never been the best centre-back at Man United. We have Raphael Varane. Yep, he said it. He said it. We, yeah. have, we have Raphael Varane and he said that we have... That he is the best centre back at Manchester United. He doesn't watch football. He really he does the thing, not. Like, watch with the whole Boeing thing, I'd liked. I'd, 
it's wrong. It's category like it's it's wrong to boo players. You've got to support players. You've got to back players. But at the same time, I don't. I'm, I can't deny that I don't rate Harry Maguire, and I don't think he should be called up for England. Well, Gareth Southgate's oh. argument was that look, we need players that we're going to win a world. If we're going to win a World Cup, he actually said this: we need someone who's experienced for the country and has played a lot of games for us. Um, but back to that best club uh, best, best centre back Manchester United. Who's your best centre back? Rafa Varane. It's easy. Fair enough. Rafael Varane's won the world, won a World Cup. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the same World Cup we got knocked out of. Four Champions Leagues. Four well. Champions Leagues. Yeah. You know, he's won the league multiple times. Gareth Southgate doesn't know what he's talking about. Rafael Varane is better than every current English centre-back. I, I think on just ability alone, Lindelof and Bailly are better than yeah. Yeah, yeah, Harry yeah. Maguire as well. That's what I said. I said Maguire's never been, been, never been your best centre-back. No. Do you think... Um, do you think what the fans did booing Maguire do you think it was wrong the thing is on the fence the thing is it technically yeah. is wrong I, yeah, I, I, the thing is players have come out and you're like yeah it's one of those things where I know it's wrong but if I was in the stadium you'd be doing it I probably would have done it. I would have probably joined in I would have probably joined in because I don't like Harry Maguire and, <laughs> and to be fair I'd be booing because I'm like where's Tamori yeah, Tamori deserves a Matt Calder. Maguire's, yeah. you know, okay, fair enough. Thanks so much for your help with England, uh, re- you know, in, in recent parts. And he was really good against Ivory Coast, but mm-hmm. in the league, he has not shown performances that deserves an England call-up. And also, I think that... Um, so, sorry, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's a wrong thing to do, you know. That crowd is who you're trying to impress as the England yeah. team. Obviously, that isn't very supportive for Harry Maguire, but that crowd is who you're trying to impress. If you're not impressing them, they're allowed to say what they want. They're allowed to do what they want in that stadium mm-hmm. whenever they want, based on your performances and based on what's happening. It, you know, If you can't deal with that, Harry or Gareth, mm-hmm. you know, get over it and, and, and play better for your club. Well, yeah. all, the, all the England players and stuff have come out. And well, not not all really of them. I think most of them. Why has Kane's not come out? Kane has, Kane has come out. Has he come out now? Yeah, yeah. Grealish, oh, okay. Grealish was Kane, Kane, Kane came out as captain. Well. <coughs> um, but United fans against Atletico Madrid booed, booed him. Well, I don't think I, you know, I, right. know, I don't want to bring it all, all back to Arsenal. <coughs> but every time I've ever been to Arsenal, I've been to maybe like more than thirty Arsenal games now. Every time that team sheet is read out at the start, there's at least always one player in there that the crowd either stay silent or is like, oh, it's like a groan around the whole stadium. Do you not think? I cheer on all of them, but when I don't like a player, I cheer sarcastically. Yeah, no, but. You know that happens. All I'm trying to say is that happens. Every yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Tottenham have booed their players off off the pitch at half time like three times a season. Mm. So have we. So yeah, so yeah, like it happens. I know. We're, we're, uh, my opinion on Harry Maguire is quite strong. Considering the, the, I'm a Man The thing fan. is with Maguire, the way the way that England plays and the way that you know Southgate's talking about him, they're talking about him like he's just had a rough patch. And no, 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 it's not like he's had a rough patch. He's had an awful season, and he's been having these moments at Man United his entire time there. Mm-hmm. I mean, every not his entire time. There's no, but every season, every most, season, yeah. there have been moments where you've gone. That is not like there, there's, the past two there's seasons defensive. Have been awful. I mean, look, I last season he had a good season. Last season he was fairly good, like overall. But you look at though the moment against Tottenham, and I think I can't imagine what's going through a defender's head when stuff like that happens. He's, I'm a United fan, so I obviously am more of a like. I guess I have a bit more of an opinion on yeah. Harry Maguire, and I just don't like him. I said it in a couple. Of, I said it in a couple of episodes ago uh, when I was talking about United City. I just don't like him. He's 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 absolutely dreadful. How he got into that England squad, I'll never know. I'll never ever know. Especially when players that are actually it's performing. The same, it's, the same it's not even just that centre back. It's like, the same thing with Pickford, really. 
But oh, I think no, no. I, I think I think that's different. I think with goalkeepers, goalkeepers always have the excuse of sometimes it's down to your defence, and he, he does have, he doesn't have a great defensive value. I mean, like um, it, it, when it's Harry Maguire though, like yeah. when, he's just oh, he's just awful. When you look at how many errors he makes, like. Southgate said that um, every time he steps onto a football pitch, he every action is analysed to death, and he can't remember a player having that sort of spotlight on him. Well, he's a, realistically he's, he's a Manchester United. Manchester he's United. a captain of Manchester <laughs> United, United, so he's gonna he's gonna if be. You're, if you're the captain of your club and a regular for your national team, you will have that kind of a target in your back. Exactly. I mean, Kane at the start of the season when he wasn't scoring, he had yeah, that. Joe White, he's captain for the national team, and he's one of the, he's one of the best, like biggest strikers in world football. Right. Yeah. Just, he has that type. It's not, his, it's not his fault. This, what I'm about to say, but he also cost eighty million. Pounds. Yeah, yeah, eighty-five million. You know, and Joe, you know he is never going to be worth that. Oh we no, we can categorically say that. I don't think he's worth thirty million. But I, got, I got asked yesterday if we were to sell Harry Maguire and a club off for ten mil, would you would you take it? I said, yeah. If, okay, that would be unreal. What if you? What if they offered nothing? Yeah. What if they just bought out his contract and you got to release him? Yeah. Did it. That care. says it. All. <laughs> that is eighty-five care. million pounds lost. That's eighty million. Eighty, 80 million. Is it? It's not it's eighty-five. It's eighty. Is it eighty? It's, it's eighty. No, no add-ons. Yeah, I think it was seventy-five plus five million of add-ons. Ah, so it's eighty. Okay, that's five million for the weight of the head. Yeah, that, that's the one. <laughs> the fridge, but, isn't it? So, there you yeah. go. That's that's Harry Maguire. Anyway, we've we've talked to death about England and Harry Maguire. We, we kind of said our piece you know you can obviously we'll try and comment on our socials and maybe like uh, maybe we'll put something in the Spotify what you think yeah. on uh, the matter maybe put a poll down so check out that but yeah I guess we're going to have to move on and we're going to have a little discussion okay so we're back and we are going to be talking about some little head to heads which we've got in store so each of us have brought with us two players, which are probably com- heavily compared to each other. Mm. And we're going to see what each of us think about them. Uh, I don't know who to start with. I'll, I'll, I'll start with Ashley. Okay. Give yeah. us your two players. <laughs> My two players, they, uh, they talked about a lot. Kind of, you know, the new Messi and Ronaldo era. It is Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with some initial stats. And okay. again, we're, uh, we're, we're based, we're, you know, we say our opinions. So... Mbappe is 23. He's won the World Cup and numerous League One titles, including the League One title with Monaco. He did the five mm-hmm. PSG, you know, that PSG dominance. Haaland, uh, you know, he's playing for Dortmund at the moment. He's 21, so he's two years younger. He plays for Norway, you know. I think you've got to take that in consideration when you're talking about international yeah. success. Um, but that's just where he has, uh, where he is at at the moment. Um, Haaland, in terms of his overall career he's won a couple of trophies he's won uh, it, it's trophy in it's, it's Austria I'm sorry I'm, I'm being really stupid uh, Salzburg Salzburg's in Austria though yeah yeah. yeah. sorry um, obviously uh, and he also won you know the, uh, the the equivalent of the FA Cup with Dortmund yeah uh, last season um, but Haaland in his career total has scored 176 goals and he's only 21 that's ridiculous and Bappe has scored 271 goals and he's only 23 um so yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. It's to be fair, in that stat, for both of them, one goal is coming from the UEFA Youth League. So you know we don't have to include that, but just that doesn't really make sense. Yes, yeah. okay, I'm gonna, insane. I'm gonna go with mine first, right? Okay. okay. I have spoken to you, you two about this before, and I, I got some backlash straight away, so I'm excited for this. But uh, I, I think Kalina Mbappe is not miles better, but he is better. Interesting. Mm. 
Shall I go? Shall I go? Well, I think we all should say our, our the players we go with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Say. Um, I think it's really, really close. Yeah. Who do I prefer, and who do I think is better? Yeah. I think Haaland. I think Haaland. I'll be honest. I was so far on the Haaland side at one point, but just watching Mbappe. In the sorry, cha- you really like. I like swearing on my chair. Yeah. Sorry, but like <laughs> watching Mbappe so in the Champions League, even though they got knocked out, obviously, but he's just. He's unreal. So it's so close between the two of them. It's ridiculously close. But oh, the thing is, in my head, Haaland's the perfect striker. You know, he's tall, he's fast, he's physical, and he scores goals. Whereas just, Mbappe is think, just I think you should the perfect forward. I think you should just go right now. Say one. Oh, and then we'll debate everything else. Mbappe. So you're both going Mbappe, and I'm going. I'll go Mbappe. Yes. When you say Isaac, I know obviously I'm debating with you here. Yeah. When you say Haaland's the typical striker, well, he's a typical striker for a certain place that I'm doing. Yeah. That's the perfect Just striker. to me, like he's <clears throat> what he offers works in almost any team in world football. He's fast. He's tall. He's dominant. You, it's hard to get the ball off him, mm. and his finishing is just ridiculous. But Mbappe, the thing that Mbappe offers is just his dribbling, his speed off the ball, the way he can beat a man. Like it's so hard. It's it's Pele esque. Yeah, uh, I think, and it's messy. It reminds me of Henri when he's got the ball on the wing and stuff. It's hard to get it off him, and also just his versatility. Like I'm sorry, but you can imagine him playing at left wing striker, right wing, Absolutely. and him being as effective in any three position. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and that kind of versatility at this at performing at such a high level is unheard of. That um, I don't think Haaland's got that, but no. before I had more on Haaland, Jordan, why do you think Haaland's better? I just think he's like he's just the perfect. He is the perfect player. striker in my head. He's the perfect striker. If that's all you've got. I'm going to be very disappointed. To me, it's like someone went in a cloning like industry and, yeah, made, yeah. and made a striker. Um, I also think that Haaland is doing it in a harder league. One. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair opinion. Uh, and but the Bundesliga is a harder league to compete in than Absolutely. than Ligue than yeah. Ligue 1. Uh Doing it for Monaco is very very impressive, obviously yeah. for for Mbappe. But doing it at PSG, I don't think is all that impressive considering the players he's got around him. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, players that are automatically, in fact, definitely better than the players that Dortmund have at their disposal. Uh, I'm sure we can all agree on that. And. Just the numbers that both of them put out are insane, but I think to do it in a harder league and to do it as consistently as Haaland does it, he's just unbelievable. I mean, Haaland is, is on track to have a better goals goal to game ratio than Mbappe. Yeah, and but, he's doing it at a younger age as well. Right yeah, now. I, I just think Mbappe offers more to the game. I think Haaland, right, to be fair, for the, the physicality that he's got, his technical yeah, and technical ability yeah. is phenomenal because, you know, <coughs> it's almost like Obviously, he's not the same physically as Peter Crouch, but no, he's yeah. that tall, and he's you would expect him to be really immobile and really just like you know a, kind of a poacher, maybe like Giroud, mm-hmm. but he's not. He, he has so much more to his game, and it is really like it's mental to see. I just think that Mbappe offers more, and you can see that as well in the league this season. Mbappe has contributed to twenty five goals in twenty six games, ten of those coming from assists. Haaland's only got um, well, he's got six assists to be fair, but you know. I just think Mbappe has that ability to you know, also score the goal, but also set it up on, on a more regular occasion. But like I said, uh, it, the the league and the difficulty of the yeah, league yeah. and Holland as well has been. I swear he's been injured for a lot a lot of the season. Yeah. I know he missed the games against Rangers because of injury mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, I just think he's so he's. I think he's done it in less time and uh, on a more 
consistent and harder basis. What has he done though? Because I mean, Mbappe's won a World Cup and he's scored. Oh, to be fair, he's playing for PSG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think the World Cup's clearly impressive because he, he was such a key role in that side. He's, I, he's a regular starter for him, and the Monaco one is really impressive. But with PSG, you look at him, and he joined the same summer they signed like Neymar, yeah, and it yeah. was it was their their response to Monaco winning the league was let's buy Neymar, let's take Monaco's best player, and win the league. I think I think this this coming season is going to be the one that decides it for everyone. I think so in because as in next season, yeah, because Harland's Harland will probably yeah. move, unfortunately, probably to City, and. Um, Mbappe is almost certainly going to Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Messi-Ronaldo uh, Messi debates have come from, La Liga and um, Premier the Premier League. League. So I, I'm interested to see how it goes. But for me right now, purely because I think he's doing it in a harder basis and he's done it in less time, and I just think he's the perfect striker, I think Holland has okay. to take it. Well, look, me. we've talked to death about your debate. Okay, we've we've the majority of us have gone on Mbappe, but Jordan, what's your head-to-head? Mine's interesting. I think yours is quite current. Yeah, um, mine is across uh, a, f- a further period of time, I guess. Uh, so mine is about goalkeepers, and mm. it is prime Thibaut Courtois or prime David de Gea. Very tough one. I think this was a very Frequent yeah. argument when they were both in well, obviously when they were both in the Premier League at the same time. Yeah. Um, but obviously Courtois move on to Real Madrid. Um, firstly, it shall be established when their prime is. I think De Gea for me is like that's 2017, 2018. 2017. The game against Arsenal, yeah. which was December 2017. When Courtois prime. Maybe like when they won the league in 2017. I think. Or maybe so a bit like maybe, maybe same actually, season. No, no, maybe I think maybe twenty fifteen. He was amazing when they when they won the league under Mourinho. Uh, maybe then. Courtois uh, has won two Premier Leagues. Yeah, fifteen, yeah. twenty fifteen, twenty seventeen. Four was only one. Oh yeah, because they were starting to phase out Chelsea. That was his first full t- his first first full season at Chelsea. So are we saying 2015 for Courtois and yeah, I think I think the thing is Courtois always been a good keeper but I think at the start of Chelsea he was just a, just a monster yeah, right. off the back of uh, it was winning the league of the winning the league of Let's Go yeah, and yeah. get to the Champions League final yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it out there straight away I'm going to Gea I have to I have yeah to I, I understand Gea all the way uh, I think it's very hard it's really they're hard both, they're both outstanding oh, the thing, the thing is they're different 100%. they're different keepers because Courtois just got this mental stature about yeah. him in the way he's just massive and but De Gea, you know, he's always got that thing of just—he saves a lot of his feet. A lot, Let, a lot of times. Let's let's leave the debate for yeah. now and say your answers. Me, on on instinct, I'd go down with De Gea. I don't know my answer. Um, if you ha- you can change it, obviously, once we debate choose, it. If really, you go right if I now. Could choose at one for Arsenal in their prime right now to come into the team. Yeah, I would go with. Oh, thing is, if you said that, I'd go Courtois. No, no in their prime, who was a better, who was a better goalkeeper then their prime, for that yeah. moment? Oh, sorry for stalling. Okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go Courtois I because I just different. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I just think he's. Uh, not only is he he's incredible, I think he intimidates opposition a bit. More. I think he does. I mean, he's lanky, but yeah, like, and he's he's just massive, and you know. He's had a more winning experience than David De Gea. Obviously, David De Gea, you know... De Gea's won the Prem. Courtois won too. Yeah. But Courtois like, won too, the Ligas. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I mean, what I'm saying yeah. is... Yeah, yeah. In yeah. A, when, when, I'm, when you're saying more, like, 
achievements like trophies and that sort of thing the the hey hands won stuff so what about the clean sheets as well because it looks like courtois has got nearly as many in much less games yeah no that is true yeah but i automatically when i'm thinking prime to hey i'm thinking of that arsenal game and i don't think courtois could could come close to that i think courtois is conceding a fair few in that game the thing is like courtois never got player of the season for chelsea like david de gea gea was carrying man united you finished second that season yeah but just if you put anyone if let's say you put i don't know let's say you put courtois in goal for that he would still he would still i don't think he carries united in the same way not in the same way no but the, the thing is yeah david de gea was just in that moment it just felt like you anything would just bounce off him I He's remember, superhuman. He's I remember superhuman. not long after that Arsenal game, you played Tottenham away when they were still playing at Wembley. I remember, I think you won 1-0 from like a Rashford goal. Mm-hmm. And I remember just thinking everything was just not going in. In, in that game. season, everything that went towards De Gea felt like it was... Just not going to go It's in. not going in. I, w- I want to do this comparison thing of the seasons that we're saying. So we're saying 2017-18 for De Gea, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're saying 2015-16 for 2014-15. Can I run you by another stat as well? So De Gea's had 368 appearances in the league. Obviously, we're talking about their prime, but mm-hmm. De Gea had 368 appearances. Courtois is on 126. De Gea has had 15 areas leading to goal. And Courtois has only had three. Uh, I've got. I've got the. I think all of Courtois are red cards because he has three red cards to his name. I think the stats um, for the the season we're saying they're prime. Um, De Gea played more games. He has played five more games, Mm -hmm. but he's kept more clean sheets. He's made a a lot more saves. One hundred and fifteen saves. Here's the thing for me: saves is. When you're comparing keepers, I think counting the number of saves is a stat you should never talk about. Okay, how about goals conceded? Goals conceded. Yeah, not, goals yeah that's conceded. what you should talk about. But goals save, conceded. Number of saves doesn't reflect on the goalkeeper, it reflects on the defence for me. Goals conceded. De Gea has more. Oh, wait. No, De Gea has less. I mean, 28 to Courtois 30 in their prime season. For me, for me, the, stat, for me the stat, which which is the one thing you should look at for every keeper, is their save percentage rate, which is better for De Gea. Yeah. That's the one. But it also... It's, Actually, it's really far off. There's a good nine. There's a nine percent uh, difference, pretty much, between the two of them. That settles it for me to be fair. Then I'll go down here. Yeah. You can so the, the one thing you did say though is, um, you said when you were trying to decide, actually, you you were talking about who would you rather fit into your, into your team if you, if you had to pick one to play for Arsenal. And I'd rather pick Prime Courtois purely because of the modern, because the mo- yeah, because the modern game. No, but you saw it. We saw a graph yesterday which showed yeah, the but that's this season. But yeah, as but like well. in that moment, yeah, that player for sure. Can so mine. Um, mine was a bit hard to figure out. I was just thinking of just players I could compare. And I don't know about this one. I think I saw this one on Instagram a couple of days ago. I just wanted to run it by you and see what you guys think. So I'm going to go with Luis Suarez or Aguero. Interesting. Who are you going? You've got to go first. For me, I'm going Luis Suarez. Are we talking prime? Yeah. Are we talking prime? I'd go, yeah, let's go prime. Or okay. are we going overall? I say let's go prime. But like, I, I don't okay, again, when do we, when yeah, do we let's take that overall? Because we don't know when the prime is. Let's just go overall, yeah. For, for me, Luis Suarez's Lewis prime is probably first two years of Barcelona, probably. Okay, well, if we're going overall, I'm going to come out and say mine straight away. Uh, Suarez is, is better. Yeah, for me, absolutely. Like, you're saying absolutely, but I think it's a lot closer than you think. Yeah, fair enough, go on. Oh, it's tough. It is tough because Suarez did it in Spain. Well, I mean, Aguero did it in Spain, but... Suarez did it better. Yeah. 
He won the league of Atletico, Sergio couldn't do that. If we if we were talking just in England, I think you can't look past Aguero, really, to be perfectly honest. I just think Suarez in his short time at England, also when he came to him, he wasn't quite fully formed, and he kind of became the player that he that he that he is in his time in Liverpool. And you look at that final season in thirteen fourteen, and he was just absolutely outrageous. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, 31 goals uh, in 33 games. It's but, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go Suarez as well. The thing is, I asked you before this episode, and you said Aguero. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And the more you think about it... Can, can I explain mine? Um, yeah, 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 go for it. I think Suarez is, uh, like... Suarez is in the debate, I think, for the greatest striker of all time. Oh, yeah. I don't think Aguero quite gets, quite gets there. No. I think that's a bit harsh on Aguero. I think Aguero, it's, he's had injuries, yeah. and he's had... Iffy moments and to, to say that he's not in the debate for the greatest striker of all time is. A, <sighs> I mean, when you, for me, is, when you look at Suarez, you look at how consistent he's been. Like in his years at Barcelona, he was consistently just being, you know, just banging goals and goals and goals and goals. There and goals. was a year when Suarez has contributed to the most goals in world football. Exactly, and people were picking him for the Ballon d'Or. I think he should. He should he's never got in the fight. He's never got in the top three, has he? I don't know. I don't think I can, he has. I can, I can which. Him, yeah, that's a joke. I but. just think, obviously, Aguero had more success in England. Yeah. But, you know, I think that was more down to... The fact that Suarez didn't was more down to that Liverpool side as a whole. Yeah, that Liverpool side just didn't have a defence, really. So Yeah. In the pre- the Premier League, Aguero is the, top, the fourth top goal scorer of all time. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah, yeah, he spent more time in England. Yeah, but I think... I think Suarez signed in, what, 2011, left in 2014, so... I, I said Suarez, right? But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a lot closer than we're making it out. I know. Yeah. It's not that I don't rate Aguero. I loved watching Aguero, and, you know... I didn't. I, <laughs> yeah, you don't. But for me, like, personally, whenever I've gone to games, I've always thought I want to be able to say, I've seen this player play live, I've seen this player score. And I, I, the first time I saw Arsenal play Man City, we drew... But we went at one point. We went two on downs for half time, and Aguero scored it. And part of me was just like, "I've seen Aguero score." Yeah. I can now say to my kids, "I've seen Sergio Aguero play live," mm-hmm. and um, he is one of those amazing players. But Luis Suarez is just like, like I agree with what you said. Actually, he's in the debate for one of the best strikers of all time, or the best. I think Aguero should, is as well. I don't think he is. I think he I just think he missed the mark. What, what was what's your argument for him being the best of all time? Because is it the Premier League stuff? Yeah. Okay. And is considering it, how much he's won as well in, in the Premier League, I think Alan Shearer is probably Shearer is straight away. Yeah. I mean, realistically, who, top goal scoring one of re- the best re- leagues in the world. Realistically, Shearer is in that for me. Who, who Shearer is one of the best finishers in ever. Suarez, Suarez, Henri, Puskas. Cruyff is a striker though. Okay, fair enough. But you're saying Messi's not going in there as well. Messi's not. Messi's not. Messi's not striker. I mean, the greatest forward of all time is a centre forward. That's not oh, well, a very difficult position for me. All right, okay, we won't include centre-forward crew chat of the discussion as well. Okay, are we, are we ca- like, are you counting Ronaldo in that? Yeah. Right, he hasn't played them all of his career. Yeah. I think Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's in there. Okay. Ronaldo's yeah. I mean, he's scored the most goals ever. Yeah. Right? He, yeah. yeah. Okay, can we take Messi and Ronaldo out of this debate completely? Because like, okay. I think Ronaldo. it's in the... Okay, outside of Messi and Ronaldo, who's the best strikers of all time? I think... I think you... Deny someone R- that's R- played R- in the Premier League. R9, Suarez, no, Henri, Swa- uh, Shearer. That's the pool I look at. I'm not saying oh, I would throw a, I would throw Aguero. Oh, Lewandowski as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. How yeah. yeah. have we not mentioned Lewandowski? I would go Suarez, Shearer. No, I said... <laughs> ah, you <laughs> said... I, I would go Suarez, uh, Lewandowski, probably Puskas. And then... Oh, yeah, Puskas. But as well, in, in our lifetimes as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, in our lifetimes. In our lifetimes. <laughs> 
Okay, you, you, so haven't seen, you haven't seen Puskas play. Okay, so Eduardo. But, I mean, if Eduardo didn't get injured for Arsenal, he'd be in this debate. I mean, would you put that out there? Would you put Pele in this debate? <laughs> no, that's the thing. We haven't yeah. seen. Oh, like, that's the thing. All we have is these little you highlights. Just said the best strikers of all time. What is the most? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen. There's I more evidence for the likes of Henri and stuff and everything. Yeah, I. I, th- I just think the Suarez Aguero thing. Well, okay, well, look, the main argument on Suarez and Aguero, we've agreed on the Suarez. Yeah. We're agreed on that. So, yeah. I don't know what the limit of polls is, but we'll try and maybe. Just let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm the only person who's got a clean sweep on their head to head. So, happy with that. Everyone's agreed with me. Luis Suarez, you've heard it here first. According to TFQ, is better than Aguero. I don't I really don't, think that's a clean sweep. I don't. Like, that's no, not a clean it's sweep. Not a great, because no, you it's, suggested the question. I know, the, but like. The original answer. I'm, yeah. Don't try and count it. Just because no. I got a couple of clean sweeps in a row and you're trying to get in there. <laughs> look, no, 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 no. It's okay. But like, look, I don't think my question was too controversial as, as compared to like yours. I don't think it's as divisive or hard to answer as I maybe thought first thought. But that is it. We've all had our debates. So according to us, Mbappe is better than Haaland. Luis Suarez is better than Aguero. And David De Gea is better than Prime Courtois. So... <laughs> There you go. There you go. And now we're going to move on to a new nice little section just for this episode. We're going to be talking about legends of the game or cult heroes. Okay, we are back again and we are going into our new section talking about legends and cult heroes. So th- the way this section is going to work is just like the last section, each of us is going to suggest a player instead of two players. And we're going to debate whether or not they are a legend of the game or simply just a cult hero. Uh, I might try and mix up and do it a different order. So, Jordan, give us your part. I thought you were going to start then. No. Um, I have got an interesting one. And I made the mistake of telling you guys what it is before before we even did anything. We've had like a minute minute to think about it. A little bit of time to think about it. But I am going for Rude Van Nesteroy. Uh, is he a legend or is he a hero? In my head, I still don't know. It's really hard to think about it. Obviously, won the league with Man United multiple times. Big, big striker. Where did he play? In, who did he play for in in Netherlands? Who did he play for? PSV. PSV. And he also played for Real Madrid, obviously. Oh, just to throw that out there. Just to throw that out there, he was a Galactico as well. Uh, straight away, I'm going legend. For me, I, I have to go legend. You have to. Yeah, I'm not going to blame you for doing that. How many um, goals did he score? Overall, in the course of his career, he got 249 goals, according to this, uh, from, in in league football. So that's, that's in, uh, in 449 senior career appearances for club, 249 goals. For me... He's on Manchester United's all-time top goal scorers list so as well. Um, I have um, I've been doing some research, and... Before, but when you first said it, I was absolutely convinced Ruud van Nistelrooy is a legend. However, how many times have you won the Premier League? And if you've just seen it, then I've just seen it. Times? Wait, 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 hold on, let me think. When did he sign? Can you just tell me when he signed? No. This, <laughs> did he sign in 2001? I'm not sure, you just have to say. Because I, I know you know every single year. I think he won only one, and it was 2003. The only one? Yeah, because I just one. thought about when he was playing and thought... Hold on, no, we won it in 02, we won it in 04, and Chelsea won it in 05. Does that make it decisive yeah. that he's but not a legend? No, like, not quite. That's his time in England. He was only in England for four years. He made 150 Premier League appearances. Yeah, for three, four years. Just to lift off his, trophy, uh, his trophies, he won a Premier League, won FA Cup, won a League Cup with Manchester United. He then won two league titles with Real Madrid, two uh, Spanish Super Cups with Real Madrid, and two league titles 
with PSV. I don't know he won a couple of other what looks like pointless trophies. He's been top goal scoring top goal scoring in the Champions League three separate occasions. Yeah. Uh, top goal scoring in La Liga in 0607. Top goal scoring in the Premier League in 0203. Mm -hmm. So he never won the Champions League though. He never won the Champions for League, me, but I, again, I'm I don't be think honest, that really clarifies. I'm being honest, my mind is swaying towards cult hero based on it, it. It was starting there originally when you told me the goal tally. I'm when you said 249 in club football, and I thought Cherry scored nearly that just at Arsenal. I don't know if that. And I thought Mbappe's nearly no, hit that. No, that that is right. not. That's not. Look, okay. 327. It says. Okay, well, you just gave me false stats then. It was, on, it was on Wikipedia, mate. Don't right? look at Wikipedia. Look at transfer marked every time. Do that. But I'm, I'm convinced <laughs> he's he's a legend. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Cult hero. Um, I think it's enough. I think we're players. Uh, sometimes just because they don't have as many trophies does not mean they're a legend. Because sometimes because they're such a good player and because they have such a style like that. That's what I mean. Such oh, I just ruthless, thought of another one. Such a ruthless finisher. Right, mm. and he was literally so ruthless. I would even I argue just... that he was a better, he was better at taking his chances mm. than Thierry Henry. He was better at just uh, at converting, and and if you wanted a player to score in any situation, I'd say a versatile for... finisher. Yeah. I think that um, he's a legend. I he think, has to be a legend. I think when you mentioned Henri, there it reminds me that Van Nistelrooy is more of a pure striker, and Henri's. It's more like it's similar to the Harland and Bappe thing again. And also, uh, Van Ostrich's also got this, he had this stature, didn't he, that he was quite tall and yeah, a bit lanky, but he could still, and he that didn't affect his game. And he, he, did, he did it in the two, arguably the two hardest leagues Probably, yeah. in the world. Spain and yeah, I, I mean, I would say during that time, Serie A was also up there, but that's not the Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 early 2000s, actually, yeah, with the AC but side as well. I, I can't see past saying that he's a legend. He's definitely a legend for me. Has to be okay. Are you in agreement? For me, he is. For me, it's got here. Like, it's not like a rough. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, for me, yeah. it's a really tough debate on what you define. Mm -hmm. You know, but but that, that's cool. That's that's your pick. Um, I'm gonna go with mine. I thought of mine just now, and you know, I always like to put some Arsenal players in there. And obviously, you've, you've got picked up Rude on this story. And for me, it was hard to think of any player who isn't a legend because when you think of if they could be called a legend. I think they should have played for Arsenal between the 90s and 2000s, but most of them probably are. But I've got one which played just after that, kind of, <clears> who <throat> has done a lot in their career, has won a World Cup. Right. I'm going to go for Cesc Fabregas. Okay, okay. Interesting. Is he a legend of the game? Oh, that is a tough one. one what, are you of, going? what are you going? I'm going legend. Multiple Ligas. He's, he's, he's won the World Cup and, and was a massive role. He got, he got the World Cup winning assist. Mm-hmm. For their first ever World Cup and brought that only World Cup. I mean, I run it through through his trophies if you like. He's won two Euros. He's obviously part of that. Oh yeah, Saints. Oh wait, I know twelve. And a, and a, not a twelve, sorry, twelve. And a World Cup, um, club World Cup with Barcelona, two Premier Leagues, two FA Cups, a League Cup, um, a league in Spain, uh, an FA Cup equivalent in Spain, um, and the Europe League with Chelsea. I think that it's a player that is never really has never really been considered for the legend debate. I think he should be, and I think he is as well. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. He, he's had a brilliant career. I'm not. You know, started out at Arsenal. He was phenomenal. Yeah, and he was but, captain I mean, at Arsenal at a very young age. Ended his career at Arsenal. He's not a legend for me. But when he, well, what he went I, on to do, I think if he stayed at Arsenal, we might have actually won a league title. Also. But that's a debate for another day. I, but I'm talking about <laughs> Cesc Fabregas and um, yeah, his overall career. Yeah, and. What he's done at Barcelona and what he's done for Spain, he was so important for Spain and, and Chelsea. I think, yeah, he's a legend for me. Yeah. Jordan. I'm thinking about it. 
But honestly, I'm I'm going legend as well. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I don't think there's really an argument to to be had. Mm. To be perfect, so, I can I couldn't think like when we said about Ruud van Nistelrooy. Then there's more of a oh, but he did this with Fabregas. It's not like there is nothing that makes me go. Oh, uh, but maybe because literally no, he's he's won every he's won near enough everything. And also everywhere he's like, played, he's not like he's he's, he's been he, one of the best players. Spain in England, he's always been. He was captaining an Arsenal side at basically like twenty, what, pretty much. I think that's a pretty easy one, legend. Yeah, two hundred and fourteen assists for me. And Joel, I. I went for a brief period of not liking Cesc Fabregas because he went to Chelsea. It was mainly because I went to a game against Chelsea where we lost in his second season for the club when, you know, they were really doing bad under, like, Hiddink and all that. And I remember him tapping the Chelsea badge because he was getting when he got booed off and thinking, oh, I don't like him anymore. But now he's left Chelsea and stuff. I think he's left a bit of that behind him and the way he joined that club. And he talked about Arsenal quite a lot. And I don't want to hate on Cesc Fabregas because I love him. Would that be the him. reason why he decided for players in Legend? Yeah. No, that wouldn't. He's a Your great, opinion he's a, on, the, no. on the player, personally. No, 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 no. That's, I'm, that's I'm not going to lie. As, as, a, as a player, I hate Ruud van Yeah, I was going to say, do you like Ruud van I mean, I didn't watch him, so there's no, like... Me, I, if I was watching for at that time, I might. But, like, all I know about... For me, the only personal attachment I have to Ruud van Nistelrooy is he missed a penalty against Arsenal, which helped us win the Invincibles. So, if anything, that makes me like him even more. <laughs> <laughs> if he scores that, the Invincibles have an L on their name. So, and they are just... That Arsenal team that won the league in 2004. So if anything, I like him more. But <laughs> no, I think I think says Fabregas is a legend. Really, really, easy. and I love I love saying he's a legend because I like, think it's oh, easy. He's just such a bowler. But yeah, that, that's it for me. Ashley, your pick. All right. So it's a player that um, don't, don't look, don't look. No, no we're not looking. We're not looking. It's, it's a player that if I just say it, Marco Royce. <sighs> What do you think? Oh, he actually yeah, had a long career. Oh, I instantly. Oh, it's one of those ones where I instantly know what I'm going to say. Go on. I think I've got to say Hero. I've got, I'm going Cal Hero as well. Okay, I'm going Cal Hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think some people have that opinion, though. Oh, no. Yeah, he's a quality thing. Is if it's a mass. Marco Royce's career is a massive if. It's a massive what if. What if he wasn't that injury player? What if he moved from Dortmund and moved to a bigger club uh, when he was young? Very happy. You know, if he did that and never had his injury problems, he could be one of the greatest players. He, well, maybe not one of the greatest, but he could have been up there. But Dortmund was his big club. He moved from Gladbach to Dortmund. Yeah. Dortmund was that big club. I know. And he has won the but league. He stayed there. He stayed there. He got any chance the final. With Dortmund. No. no. Wait, was, oh, was he not in that side? No. Right. Oh, God. So he was still at Gladbach. Just after he joined. But he was um, in the side that got to the Champions League final. He's won two mm-hmm. uh, German yeah. Cups. Um, he's won two. He's on three German Super Cups. Um, he's been Germany Football Player of the Year twice and Bundesliga Player of the Year three times. That is an impressive That stat. is mental. Because, you know, I, I think there is a little bit of a uh, Premier League Bundesliga bias here, but, uh, you know, like, as in, we think player, Premier League players are better, and there is a weight to that, behind that. But if a player in the Premier League won three Player of the Years, would you say you'd call him a legend? You'd be close. You'd be knocking on the door, wouldn't you? Exactly, and he's done that. I think I think he's a Dortmund legend, and I think he's a yeah. Bundesliga yeah. legend. But, but I think overall, he's football, a, yeah, you know, and it's for me, it is generally just a, a bit of a sad state of affairs, really, because I think if he, I like, think he deserved that, yeah. Movie. I think he, he earned a move away at a certain point in his I career. I also respect though, that he was like, yeah, I respect yeah. it. It's very similar to Totti. Would I call Totti a legend? Actually, probably. Uh, but you know, but the fact maybe, but like the fact that he stayed at his club, it's it's really nice to see. Mm-hmm. But you take those injuries away from him, I think he probably is a legend of the game. But it's it's tarnished his career a bit. But to say he's not a cult hero, I mean, he's a phenomenal footballer. 
Yeah. And yet, like you said, three Bundesliga players of the year is nothing. So I'd be ashamed of. He's, he's a class footballer. And there was a time when I was desperate to see him sign for Arsenal. Mm. And I saw him, and around 2014, we were heavily linked with him to the point where I was convinced we were signing him. And some one of my mates who may listen to the podcast, I don't know if he does still, but I wrote on my Arsenal pencil case at the time in year seven, Arsenal players' first names all over it. So I had Kieran, Forgives, Theo, Danny, Welbeck, and all this stuff. And I wrote Marco on the top right because I was convinced we were signing him in the summer. I was convinced we were signing him. So I, cro- so I, I had to cross that out at the start of year eight. But... Um, I was convinced Man United were signing him. I was so convinced. I loved him as well. The idea of us having Marco Royce and Ozil play together was just like, oh, it's just my dream. But there we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's I liked that debate because it was just like, no, it's just nice to talk about all these players and stuff and it was good. Yeah. And also, it's nice talking about players and just talking about football and like, yeah, without any animosity. So this is what, this is how good it is when you talk about good footballers and not players like Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> but that is it for this section. I'm pretty sure we've come to the end, boys, so it's time for... The quiz. Okay, it's time for the quiz. As always, we have a quiz every week, and the host it is their choice to pick some questions. Obviously, it's my turn. So, I've got 10 questions here. Okay, let's just see what you guys can do. What are your buzzers? Bang. Bang. Ding. Bang and ding. Standard. Bang and ding, ding and bang. I want to move a little bit more into frame Yeah. Okay, here we go. We are, we are recording. Hold on, let, let Ashley get a bit more in frame. Okay, here we go. I've got some, some, some questions here. Okay, so first question. There you go. Jose Mourinho, one of the most successful managers of all time. Uh, Indeed. He started his journey in football as a translator for which British manager? Bang, Brian Robson. No, wrong. Oh, what? Bobby! <laughs> Why have you said that? Why have you said that? Ding. What? Bobby Robson. Oh, right. <laughs> Robson. Right, Robson <laughs> is not Bobby Robson, you idiot. So, <laughs> it is 1 0 to Jordan. I'm not going to lie. Because when you said bang, I was like, oh, he knows. He knows. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I didn't oh, know. Started that. As a translator. Sorry. I knew he started as a translator. I knew he was at Barcelona. I just didn't know okay. who that was for. Question, <laughs> question two. Okay. That's unreal. Question yeah, two. Yeah. Um. There are six teams which have had only one spell in the Premier League. So they've been in there. The, they've either been here the entire time, or they had one spell and got relegated and never came back. Mm-hmm. There is one team which has had six spells in the Premier League. Which team is that? Six spells in the Premier League, as in they've got the and the, that's the most spells. They've they've had the most amount of they've had the most separate periods in the Premier League. Ding Norwich, correct. <laughs> It's so obvious, but you think <clears throat> maybe like we're so, wrong. No, the, like, the way you worded that question was a bit I know, but that's the, that's the way it was spelled when I found it. Okay, nine. this one, I don't know, this depends on your, your memory. This is a moment in football history. I say football, it's not on the pitch. Which football player famously drove to Loftus Road on deadline day before finding out a deal had collapsed from Stoke? Ding. Peter Odenwingy? Correct. I don't even know it's 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Odenwingy. Yeah, a, a deal collapsed between. Uh, he, while you know it was all set, he, he was trying to. Get while he was on the motorway, collapsed. Got yeah. to. He did an interview with Sky and at, at his car window, and they, 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 you need to refresh your phone. It turned off again. Oh, did you didn't see no, it? I didn't see okay, anything. so guys, three now. Ashley, come on! Don't, don't put the pressure on me. No, you're doing great. Right. Well okay. <laughs> Obviously, the Premier League uh, kicked off in 1992. All of the big six were playing that season. In then, obviously, it wasn't the big six back then. How many of the current big six 
won on the opening weekend. The closest wins here. I think you just got to chuck something out there because it's 992. I mean, Bang. it's yeah. 1 and 6. 3. I, th I think that's right. Uh, 4. You could have gone 4, you could have gone 2, you gone closer. The answer is 0. None of them won on the <laughs> opening day. Jesus. So, Arsenal, Liverpool and Man United all lost. Yeah. Spurs, Man City and Chelsea all, all drew. Yeah. Okay. And Arsenal is probably the most embarrassing as I think Arsenal lost... Uh, I think I've two one or four two to Norwich yeah. at Highbury. They were they they turned for the league title that they yeah they did <laughs> they did actually yeah. to him. the fact that Norwich were all right. <laughs> so there you go. But, you know, in the whole context, to be fair, Arsenal were quite good. That's around that time as well. So it's bit, still a bit bad. Okay, so next question it is three one. Um, which current manager has played with these three players? Ronaldinho. Thierry, in the Premier League. Yeah. In the Premier League. Ronaldinho. In the Premier League? In the Premier League. Okay, fine, I'll say they're a Premier League manager. Ronaldinho, Thierry Henry, and Tim Cahill. Thierry Henry. What player has played with all those three players? Ronaldinho, Thierry Henry, and Tim Cahill. Ding. Mikel Arteta. Correct. Thierry Henry during his loan spell back at Arsenal mm -hmm. Tim Cahill at Everton obviously and he was on loan at PSG with where he played with Mauricio Pochettino and of course Ronaldinho I said Poch even though he's not Premier League Poch did play with one of them before you said Tim Cahill I was going to say um, Pep well Pep would Pep have played with no he managed Henry he signed Henry yeah, yeah actually yeah, yeah he was a young manager, you've got to remember that. Yeah. Uh, so, it is... Wait, who got, you got that right, so it's 4-1. Yeah, yeah. uh, next question, okay. So, which team had the longest run from the start of the season in the Premier League without winning a game? So, from the beginning of the season, who had the longest run of games without Ding, winning? Ding, Newcastle. Incorrect. <sighs> So from the start of the Premier League season, in the history of the Premier League. Oh, in the history. I thought you meant this season. Oh, I thought you, you meant this season. I said like in, oh, in the whole Premier League. I thought you said in the Premier League, just as in this season. Oh, I'm right up now. I'm going to go Derby County. Sheffield United. <sighs> can I win? What do you mean, can I win? No, no, as in like, can I still win? Yeah. No, I think it's 4-2. Four, no, six, no, six four, questions. It's 4-1. Four, four, one. One. No, you got one earlier. No, yeah, 4-1. Four, yeah, one. Four, one. He didn't get that one right. 4-1. Oh, no, wait, 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 what did you guess? Oh, no, you got it wrong. You said Derby, isn't it? 4-1. Oh, so it's 4-1, six questions gone. You've got... Oh, okay. So you've got four it's, questions left, yeah. so you can just about win. Yeah. Or draw. If, you get if he right. gets this... Don't say that, because it's going to put the pressure on me, <laughs> and that's going to make me flop. Uh, yeah. It's going to be absolutely... Yeah, Sheffield United top. last season, 17 games, no wins. Jesus. Yeah. I thought you meant this season. I'm not going to lie. No, nah, it's okay. Italy haven't qualified for the World Cup, which means they still only have one World Cup match win to their name since winning the World Cup in 2006. Against which team was that win? Bang! England? Correct. Yes! England, 2-1 in 2014. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you for the goal scorers, but I checked them and I thought, nah, I, I don't remember that. <laughs> All I remember was Storage scored, but it was Marchisio and Balotelli who scored the other two. And of course, Joe Hart had that moment having to go at a ball boy yeah. uh, after Pillow hit the bar. But that is enough of that. 
just need one point in this whole thing to obviously we've just come out of an international break Harry Kane scoring one goal putting pressure onto the top goal scorer but which England player has the most World Cup goals bang yeah oh he knows it is he going in the car it is yeah. yes oh my god you're I, thought, I thought you started this quiz like Man United but you're turning into Tottenham how many questions are there I'm turning into Man United goes oh, yeah, down so there are two, two questions left. It's 4 3. It's 4 3. Oh my god. Okay. I need to ask this question and then zoom out because the answer I've got is a photo and a separate text to Jordan. So, seven managers have won the Champions League as both a player and manager. I will give you a point for everyone you oh, get right. Wait. Jesus, that's a good question. So, just se so separate bangs for each one. Oh, you want separate bangs for each yep. one? And Chelsea. Correct, that's one. So it's 4-4. Four, so four, four. Think of just managed that one, both. Bang! Yeah? Zidane. Yeah. Damn it! There's three which I think everyone knows. Well, he said two of them, surely. Yeah, he said two of them. There's another two. There's, there's three which are well-known people in football as well. There's two which you'll never get. Bang! Yeah? Jan Cruyff. Yes. It's 6-4. It's 6 Don't mind. Jordan. It's not 6-4. It's 5-4. You were two no, points behind. No, it's 4-3 behind this and I've got 3. Oh, is it? Oh, I've got 3. three. How it's last question. How many left To get? 4 more to get. Yeah. There's 4, but you're only going to get one more. Ding, Pep. Correct. I don't, look, I'm going to be honest. You're not going to get the other two. Uh, the other two No, are, no, no, no. No, no, that's fine. Give us the... Um, Oh, no. I, don't, I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. So I think, yeah, I have no clue. Because I think this includes European Cup, obviously. So I don't think. One of them Wait, sounds... six, wait, five, wait. I'm going to give you five seconds. Five. No, I don't four, think we're getting it. Three. I don't two, think we're getting it. One. No, just leave it. No! Say it. Right card? No. Oh. oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> Come on! That's the win. Frank Rijkaard. Has won it. Actually, yeah, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, no one said Rijkaard oh. yet. Rijkaard, yes. There are two others, which no one, there's two which no one was going to get. Miguel Munoz and Giovanni Trapattoni. But no one was going to get that. Yeah, that's it. You've got four and that. You've got seven. He, he's it's seven, five. There's one left. Do you know what I'm going to do? We'll have two points, please. Do you know what I'm going to do here? We'll have two points. It's worth two You're points. You're joking. It's got to be worth You're two joking. points. You're joking. I'm saying, I'm saying. It's worth three points. You're joking. I'm saying I'm going to give you a bonus question. If you level it up. Alright, I'll accept that. that yeah, yeah, two points yeah. is a level up. Okay. Oh, I've absolutely bottled this though. I'm fuming. Mate, back from the death. If it wasn't if it wasn't okay. for that question. It is a well known fact that Liverpool have the most Champions League titles out of all the English clubs. Mm. Well which English side has the most Europa League titles their name? And this includes UEFA Cup, so mm because that's what it was called before it was called Europe League for the rebound um, Ding bang, Chelsea Bang Liverpool You went Chelsea mm -hmm. Chelsea have the joint second most Europe League titles <laughs> with two I bet it's Liverpool won it The team with the most Europe League titles in England Liverpool won it is Liverpool <laughs> with three They are the most successful European club in England outright in both tournaments 
That is an amazing winter mash. That is drama at its highest. And Jordan is absolutely distraught. Oh, come back. No, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I made that, that, that second last uh, that, question. That was the one. That, that's, made, that's, the one that, that's the one that's got you it. I made that second last question to really spice things up because I thought, Joe, there's seven answers here. Do what, I can't give them as bonuses. I'm going to use them all as points. And I thought that would really mess things up. If you said, like, name one, then... Then you would have won. No, because he, he would have got it first, Actually, no, and yeah. then he would have got that, and then it would have been a bonus question. Yeah. Uh, that is a good question. Though. No, no, no. It was good. I thought a lot of them, I was like, I, I thought originally, no, but I thought five of them are well-known people in the world of football. There's two which you wouldn't get to their two Also, Also, he's allowed you to say Rygaard. He's gone five, four, three, two, no, one, it's right, that's it, and then you go, No, it's because on what, it's because as I was about to say stop, you went, ah! And I was like, oh, he knows it. And you went, right card, I went, yes. And to us, I forgot about right card. I forgot about right card, even though I was staring at him on my phone. But that is it. That's it. Bold it. So what was it? Eight, six, eight, no. Eight, six? I think it's eight, six. Eight, six. I've absolutely bold it. That is insane. But that is all we've got time for, really. That is the end of the quiz and the end of the, uh, end of this episode. Of the that, that is a TikTok. <laughs> that, that is a TikTok and a half. We are getting this on. But, podcast hotline. Yeah, podcast hotline, easily. So... Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode we certainly have I don't know if Jordan enjoyed the end of it no, no, but it's good. been a good episode we've played around some nice little debates and it's been good fun hope we might you know, try and bring some of this stuff back mm-hmm. for future use but it's time for me to rattle off these socials so obviously uh, we've got our Instagram and our TikTok the same name which is at TFQ Podcast the Twitter which is at TFQ underscore podcast the uh, Facebook and YouTube just under the footballing question Please check out our YouTube. We upload, we upload there regularly. We just uploaded the vlog for the England game. Hopefully you can check that out. Also, we've got a new Agree to Disagree series, uh, which may or may not be ripping off from that Bible. But you can check that out, obviously. And, you know, other fun little videos and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. This has been our episode of The Footballing Question. Hopefully you enjoyed it. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.